You have now tuned in to the Comic Section Network. We are live at 5, 4, 3, 2. Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the Live Gamers Podcast. The new gaming podcast powered by the Comic Section. I'm your host Mike. And I'm Jason. And uh, so Jason, who are you? Well, um, I am Jason, as I've said. Um, I am Little Co's spouse. She is the co-host on the comic section. I am 32 years old. I live in South Carolina. I'm better known as Twitchy J on uh, Twitch and the internet in general. But yeah, video gaming is a big part of my life. Well, it was. Tragic backstory. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was a good one. Oh, yeah. So, in July 2016, I had a series of strokes. Uh, since then, I have um, what's called hemoplegia, which means that the right side of my body uh, is severely weakened. So I'm unfortunately not able to play most of the games that I used to. But um, that hasn't stopped you. It hasn't stopped me. Um, I'm I stream on Twitch. Um, I play Pokemon mostly, um, but I do play a couple of other games, mostly like uh, card games on the computer and um, Animal Crossing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, yeah. That's my tragic backstory. Uh, and my name is Mike. Video games has always been a big part of my life, too. I started playing out on my mother's lap, playing good old Donkey Kong Country. And uh, I'm a friend of Jason's. That's how I'm connected to them. And my tragic backstory is I eat a lot, so I'm fat. But that's about it. <laughs> I also stream on Twitch, and you can find me as Jester13JX. And uh, that's about it for me. So what have you been playing? Uh, honestly, I've just been playing uh, a lot of Pokemon lately. Um, I've been playing, uh, Pokemon Shield. Uh, it has, uh, a DLC coming out soon that I'm super hyped for. Pokemon, I'm, ple- I'm pretty sure that is June... June 30th. June 30th? Okay. Yeah. Uh, June 30th. But um, there are some rumors, rumblings about uh, that it might come out on the 15th instead. Pokemon Company might try to pull a fast one. Yeah, they're known to do that. Exactly. Um, and each week they have a new thing uh, coming out on Sword and Shield. So for the next four weeks, um, or three weeks I think now, um, which leads up to the 15th and like the last one ends on the 12th and it's supposed to be to get us ready for the DLC. Yeah. Nintendo has been known for doing the, uh, oh, and the release date is today. So go ahead and download it. Exactly. When following smash, I did that a lot with, uh, the new characters like Banjo. Yeah. I, I never, uh, because I can't play it. I don't really pay attention to to smash but i i know that uh uh there was a lot of characters in uh 
in Ultimate. It's called Ultimate, right? Yeah, yeah. I played a little bit. Uh, Joker from, um, what's it called? <laughs> Persona 5. Persona 5, yes. He was a, a character and um, Banjo from Banjo and Kazooie. They had Hero, they had Joker, Banjo, another Fire Emblem character, and another character from a fighting game. Literally none of the characters I cared about. (laughs) (laughs) And I bought that pass. And they didn't give me anything I wanted. I bought that pass before the game came out. What are you excited for coming out? You got anything you're looking forward to besides the Pokemon DLC? Um... Honestly, um, I'm not really excited for anything. Except for Tour de France 2020? Hey, I, I would be, um, except that... No, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not excited for Tour de France. Command & Conquer uh, uh, Remastered looks interesting. Um, I remember CNC uh, back in the day... Yeah, your day. <laughs> yes, back in my day. <laughs> what about you? Uh, nothing coming out anytime soon. Elden Ring, the new From Software game coming out. Okay. They teased a whole lot about. Essentially, all they said it's going to be open world, and it's very it looks Nordic, Ooh. Scandinavian-esque. And I'm really excited to see how that goes. Now, From Software, they did um. Dark Souls and Sekiro and Demon Souls, right? Yep. And Bloodborne. And Bloodborne. I always forget Bloodborne. Well, that's because it's a PlayStation exclusive, and that's why I can't play it. Mm. Not a not a PlayStation guy. Well, uh, I only have a PC and my Switch. Oh, samezies. Because uh, I don't really care enough to have a PlayStation Four for one game. Yeah. Um. Back in. Once again, the day I had um, both a PS4 and an Xbox One. So when games like Sunset Overdrive would come out, I'd be like, oh, no worries. I have that. That's the one where they're uh, rollerblading, right? Yes, and it was so, so good. <laughs> Sunset. If you hear it typing, that's just me and my keyboard looking stuff up because I don't remember anything. Sunset Overdrive, that's the uh, spiritual successor to Jet Set Radio? Yes. Another game I never played. <laughs> Ooh. You'll have to go back and, and emulate it. <laughs> no, no, I'll play it on my totally legit uh, gaming console. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, but speaking of From Software, I'm doing a randomized Dark Souls 1 run. Okay. Because I've played that game into the ground. I have several hundred hours into it. Ooh. So I needed a way to spice things up. How's that going so far? I'm almost done. So I just have to beat four more bosses. Or I have to beat five more bosses. And then I'm done with the game. Nice. And I've only had to reshuffle enemies once. So essentially the way it works is that you take all the items. And they get put into random locations. So they're either random drops or wherever you can find an item, who knows what's going to be there. Okay. And then all the enemies are randomized and all the bosses are randomized. But the fun thing about that, regular enemies have a 3% chance to turn into a boss. Ooh. 
And then bosses have a 5% chance to turn into regular enemies. So with me doing that, I've had plenty of times where I'm trying to just go up into like a normal area and there's a boss and I have to reshuffle to continue because I can't beat him in that small of a space. Yeah. (laughs) For the Dark Souls players, I got Manus in the uh, Duke's archives as soon as you go up the elevator. And uh, that was impossible. Uh, As somebody who has not played Dark Souls... I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, he's one of the end game bosses in the DLC. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> and he's it's, he's hard enough to beat in his regular area, so putting him into an area that's one tenth the size is essentially impossible. And that's what prompted my first shuffle. Or no, that prompted my second shuffle. The first shuffle came across when the gargoyles, like the second boss you fight got put in with another uh, DLC boss, the Guardian. Ooh. So it was, uh, again, impossible to win. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I bet. (laughs) No. But I like doing randomized games, honestly, the most. Okay. Have you ever thought about doing randomized Pokemon run? Um, well, I don't know how I would uh, accomplish that. Like, um... What would be randomized? Well, essentially, the first thing you do is you take your uh, completely legitimate uh, Game Boy color. Right, wink, wink. And then you uh, you would download a software to the cartridge itself, which I've seen them done where they take every Pokemon and they randomize the location. So your three starters that you choose from, choose from can be anywhere from a Bulbasaur to a Mewtwo. Ooh. Evolutions included. And then whatever you find on the route is random. Okay. Okay. And I think you can even go as far as to shuffle their moves. Ooh. So not only do you have random Tyranitars on Route 1, they're also (laughs) doing Surf and uh, Whirlpool. Nice, nice. Um, So that that, that sounds like something that I could try. Um, the only thing is that, uh, as of yet, I don't have, um, any means to capture, uh, the video from, uh, a Game Boy or, um, the 3DS or what have you. So right now I'm just playing Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, and Pokemon Shield, um, which I just started, um, Pokemon Let's go Pikachu today. I'm doing the uh, the Professor Oak challenge uh, for any Pokemon people out there. Uh, that's when you complete the Pokedex as much as possible before fighting or before challenging a gym. So, uh, for example, Route One. You know, you got Pidgey, you got Rattata, you got uh, Caterpie, Weedle, etc. Um, so you have to catch a Pidgey, evolve it all the way to Pidgeot. Got to catch a Rattata, evolve it. Got to catch a Caterpie, evolve it all the way to Butterfree, etc., etc. And then you can challenge the first gem. Uh, so Sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's <laughs> the the gems are gonna be super easy. <laughs> They're not there anymore. No, because, like, all right, so t- today I, I live-streamed for four hours. 
um, we went from a brand new game up to uh, I stopped right before Viridian Forest, which is just past the first town. Um, I caught. Played the first games. <laughs> I caught almost two hundred Oddish. <laughs> you have to catch every single one. Uh, n- not every single one, but you have to. Um, you have to evolve. Uh, all the way so that it's uh, an entry in your Pokedex. So. Oh, and that's right. I forget. Let's go. This is the reason I never got Let's Go po- or Eevee or Pikachu is because uh, there's no battling random Pokemon, right? Ex- exactly. Uh, you catch the, bra- the random Pokemon instead. That's what kept me away from that game. Yeah, it it it's um it's an acquired taste. Yeah, Pokemon Go fans. Yes. Because I played that for. Gosh, I remember when that came out. That was the hot thing for three months. Yeah. And, I, and then I dropped it because I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Pokemon Go, um, uh, this past Sunday was uh, CDOT Community Day. Um, I caught 17 shiny CDOT. <laughs> you got the shiny nut boy. Oh, yeah. He's all orange and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, going on right now is um, uh, the throwback challenge. Um, there, there's four of them in all. Um, each one lasts a week. Um, and they're they're regional. So the the first one was the Kanto region, and the second one was the Johto region, and so on and so forth. And then if you complete them all, um, you get encounters with um, Galarian Meowth, Galarian Stunfisk, etc., etc. So I'm pretty pretty stoked for that. I know not a lot of people, um, or not a lot of people you would think are playing Pokemon Go still, but boy, ooh, there are a lot of people that play that game. Uh, see, uh... Well, since we're talking about this, who is your favorite Pokemon? Ooh, uh, hands down, Ditto. <laughs> um, coming in a close second. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, coming in a close second, it's Gengar. But uh, yeah, it's it's Ditto all the way. I will tell you, G- or uh, Ditto, or <sighs> I will say Gengar is also my second favorite. Mm-hmm. My first favorite uh, is Aegislash. Oh yeah, he's good too. He's got a good shiny as well, and he's good in the meta. That too. Uh, but I'm I am very upset with Gengar's shiny version. Yeah, because it's like no different. It's a uh, slightly different shade of purple. Yeah. Now, however, his God, back in Ultimate or uh, was it Mega Evolutions? Mega Evolution and uh, Gigantamax. Yeah. Yeah. His shiny was fantastic. Oh yeah. He that was bright white. All white. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> no, it was actually beautiful. And then his regular shiny is uh, absolute garbage. Which oh, is yeah. true for most of the first gens, in my opinion. 100% agree. Uh, you know, um, the, the reason behind that is in the first, I think, five generations, uh, 
it wasn't shinies weren't picked they were determined by an algorithm uh that determined just a palette swap so that's why you have some really good shinies like um ditto for example has a that light blue shiny everybody's favorite charizard everybody's favorite charizard uh but fun fact in uh the first generation or the first two generations charizard shiny was actually purple that sounds even better hold on shiny let's see what comes up because i've he he is purple right he's purple but then they changed it to black that is that is actually great that is better than the black one yeah i agree i'm actually um, upset yeah they they were the shinies were determined by a uh an algorithm that just swapped the palettes that's why you have some that have really good shinies like ditto and charizard and some that have really trash shinies like Gengar and Jolteon. And Blastoise and Venusaur and Bulbasaur. And- <laughs> yeah, it, it, the list goes on and on and on. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, there was something else about Pokemon I wanted to mention. Now I cannot remember it. Oh, by all means, I could talk about Pokemon all day. <laughs> well, uh, we'll save it for the next one a little bit. Uh so, also, other big games coming out was Super Mario, or sorry, Paper Mario Origami King. Yes. I am actually really excited for that game. You know, um, is it coming out on the Switch or the 3DS? Oh, it's coming on the Switch. So, That's also, what I thought. sidetrack, I'm pretty sure Nintendo's starting to drop the 3DS. Right. Because, I mean, they have the best of both worlds now with the, uh, exactly. with the Switch. I can't blame them. I would focus on the Switch entirely, too. But, uh, because I remember playing the first Paper Mario as a wee lad. <laughs> and, uh, I remember the game just looked so, like, it was funny, it was wacky, and it was different. I loved it. Yeah. And then you have Super Mario and the, was it, the Thousand-Year-Old Door? Yeah, the Thousand-Year Door. That was another one, knocked it out of the park, and then they got to Super Paper Mario, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, do I need to have played any of the other Paper Marios for Origami King to make sense? I don't think so. I think every time they do their own story, which okay. is great. And uh, cool. I would, But I would 100% recommend doing Paper Mario 1 and Paper Mario 1000 Year Door, which I, th- I think for you, you can play. Because uh, the first one was, it's a turn-based RPG. Right. And... You know, you only have the one thumbstick on uh, the Nintendo 64. Yeah. So I think you should be good. Uh, the reason I asked was, uh, after watching the trailer for the Origami King, it looks really, really good. I watched uh, the Thousand Year Door be played, and I, the whole time I was thinking, I could play that. Um, and the little bit of gameplay that they showed, it seems like something that I could play, so... It's very rare nowadays for me to find something that I want to play that I can play. <laughs> well, don't worry. We'll hook you up with Dark Souls with a one-handed controller. If someone can beat it on, if someone can beat it with bananas, we'll hook you up something. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if they can beat it with bananas, Donkey Kongos, a GameCube controller. <laughs> bananas will always be my favorite. <laughs> but have you seen them beat it with the Rock Band drum set? Uh, no, but I've seen him uh, beat it with the Donkey Kong Country uh, bongos. <laughs> I've seen that one too. 
But the cool thing with the drum set is that when you want to look left, you hit, or you want to look right, you hit the right, the farthest right drum, but you only look right in the slightest amount. So if you really want to turn right, you have to bang on that thing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I've never done a challenge run like that. Actually, I think this randomizes my first, like, really challenge run. Right. Which, uh, challenge runs are a super big thing in that community. No. Hot take. Also, Dark Souls isn't a very hard game. Ooh. It is a learning curve game. Yeah. Once you figure it out, you're fine. I, I was gonna say, you know, that's mine. My hot take, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's our hot take. Belongs to both of us. And the state. And the state? <laughs> and the state. Why the state? Thanks, Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, besides that, I can't think of much coming out. Because I've seen, was it The Last of Us 2? Spoiler yeah. alert. I don't know the spoiler. <laughs> I I watched most of part one be played. And I got to be honest, I don't really remember a lot of the story. I remember the end, specifically. Oh, yeah? Because the end was good. I mean, I'm, this game came back out. When did, when did uh, Last of Us come out? Uh, it was years ago. Uh, 2013, so I'm not going to feel bad about spoiling a game that's, uh, was it, eight years old now? But just <laughs> in case, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, so essentially, what happens is, you know, Ellie's the cure. They figure this out. You know, if we take her in... We can take her to the hospital and develop a vaccine for all the zo- for people who were before they're zombified. Right. But Joel gets attached to her, and they find out we're gonna scoop out her brain so we can, you know, do it that way. He's like, "Nah, son." And then he shoots his way out of the hospital, and she wakes up, and she was like, "Did they do it? Did they make a vaccine?" He's like, "Nah, it's impossible." And then the game cuts out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that game. All right. Yeah, that's the way it cuts out. It's like, uh. Nah, it's cool, man. Uh, we're going to keep looking, essentially. So it All ends with right. a lie to two characters you get really attached to. Who boy. So I'm excited to see how they... Because uh, I'm not going to play it. I'm going to watch it. On the uh, note of trailers, I saw the Assassin's Creed Valhalla trailer. Did you now? Yes, I did. Uh, I don't think I remember watching the trailer because I'm so sick of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying it's made by Ubisoft and then you can do the math. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've played the first two Assassin's Creed games. Same here. Um, I played them all the way to the end. And uh, I tried playing... Uh, black flag and i tried playing unity and i just couldn't get into it anymore i tried picking up three and it was so boring yeah but i mean and again this is just from the trailer so it doesn't really say a lot but it looks good it looks gorgeous well even uh the last two ones look good the uh the first one were were that that the pyramids, the one that takes place in Egypt, and then the one that takes place in Greece. Yes. Because they essentially they essentially dropped what they were doing. It's like okay, we're going to make it more of a, a choose your own. It's more like an RPG. You're not playing a specific character. You're playing one you make. Right. 
and then you can go into different paths how they play as opposed to one and two where it's like you kind of have a set path and you're going to kind of play it this way right so i should probably try one of the newer ones yeah maybe but not until you know that price goes down yeah and um i've always been a a big proponent of uh waiting until all the uh the bugs are worked out to release a game and waiting until the reviews for the game are out to buy it uh what's his name oh uh i know who you're talking about and now i can't remember the name shigeru miyamoto yeah Shigeru. or, or is- or as I call him, Shiggy Miggy, because we're on a first name basis. <laughs> Shiggy Miggy, I love Shiggy it. Shiggy Miggy. <laughs> so as Shigeru Miyamoto once said, a delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. I'm looking at you, No Man's Sky. Oh my god. Don't don't even get me started. We're talking about Assassin's Creed. <laughs> so <laughs> a delayed game is eventually good. But when you have characters' faces melting off and they're just like a pair of eyes and a set of teeth that are on top of a body, it's just, it's not, it's not good. Take your time. Make the game right. Uh, There's only one person that gets a pass for that, and that's Mr. Todd Howard. Mm. (laughs) He's the only one. Bethesda gets the glitchy games. I don't know why they get a pass for it, but they get one. And to each their own. I, I have my problems with Todd Howard. It just works. Oh. <laughs> uh, gosh, I, I will never get tired of, of Todd Howard memes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh. no, I'm, a, I'm with you on waiting for a game to like, let's give it a week trial period to come out. Right. Let's see, let's see how the interviews. Except, I'm very impartial to like Mario, like pretty much a lot of Nintendo games. The day that thing comes out, hand it to me. Right. I'm fairly so, confident there's like nothing game breaking in there. So, I'm I'm a big proponent of never pre-order software. Hardware is fine. Pre-ordering the 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 PlayStation Four, the Switch, what have you, that's fine. The games. Wait until the reviews come out. But there is one exception to that rule. Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo will just about always ship a a finished, polished, working product. Maybe not with every game, but definitely their flagships. I've noticed that. Right. Zelda, Mario, you know, that kind of stuff always uh, tends to be good. Right. Like the day uh, Mario Odyssey came out. I played that game for so many hours. Oh, yeah? Well, it was actually me and my mom who played that game. Because it's a two-player. Because uh, you can control Mario, and then a friend can control Cappy. His hat? Yeah. The cat's its own character. Did not know that. Yeah. It's a it's a sneaky two-player thing they put in that no one really talks about. I had no idea. It puts the game on easy mode, in my opinion. So... When there's two people playing, and the that person that's controlling Cappy, you said, mm-hmm. what is he still on your head or? Well, here's the thing. So when you when you play Mario, you know you toss your hat, you can go into something, you can throw it to attack something. 
But when somebody is controlling him, they can jump off your head, hit something, or grab something, like, you know, transport you into another character. But that's kind of the extent of what they can do. Interesting. So essentially you get to a point, like, if you take over... No, if I remember correctly, if you take over, like, a Friar Brother or something, you can't throw your hat anymore. But if someone's playing as Cappy, I want to say they can jump off your head and still attack things. They can collect coins, they can collect moons. It's great, actually. Weird. It's the perfect little brother mode. Right? So, did you ever play Super Mario uh, Galaxy? No. Uh, the the last Super Mario I played was for the... It was the new Super Mario Brothers for the DS. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but in the Super Mario Galaxy, essentially, they had a version of that. So, it's the one playing on the Wii. If you give someone else a, a, a Wiimote... They become a cruiser on the screen that can pick up things, stun enemies, and I think they were, they could help you jump or something, but I'm not sure. I mean, that is, with the exception of unplugging the controller and handing it to them, uh, to your little brother, so you're just wailing away on an unplugged controller, that is the next best thing. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> little brother mode. Wow, I had no idea. Again, I'm a Nintendo fanboy, so... Uh... I'm all for that. Speaking of trailers, uh, did you s- see that the the movie Tenet, T-E-N-E-T, uh, its trailer, or next trailer, will premiere in Fortnite? Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I mean, in an actual marketing thing, that's uh, pretty smart. Yes. Because I, I don't play for I played Fortnite a little bit back when it, gosh, when it first came out so many moons ago. I played right. it with some friends, and I thought it was all right. It was just like, you know, another game to me. And then it just blew up. It was yeah. the, the biggest thing on the planet. Um, And uh, this isn't the, the first time that Fortnite is going to be used for something that's not Fortnite-related. Um, it... The the message that Emperor Palpatine sent to the galaxy in um, The Rise of Skywalker. Do it. That message was played in Fortnite. I wish I knew what you were talking about. Because I'm not a Star Wars fan. It's okay. No worries. Uh, but <laughs> Steve Aoki, Deadmau5, and a couple others did a concert in Fortnite. Oh, yeah, didn't, like, Marshmallow do something? Or that's the guy's name? Uh, I know who you're talking about, but I don't think he was there. But, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, they did, like, a concert in Fortnite or something. Yeah. Weird. Because I will say this, Fortnite's not a bad game. No, I mean, I've, I've, I've watched, you know, Ninja play, and I've watched a couple of other people play here and there. And it doesn't look bad. It's I just... just don't see what all the fuss is about. It's free. There That's it is. That's the biggest thing about it. It's free, and little kids can get their hands on it, and they can do silly dances. Gotcha. And I may be 23, but I swear I'm like 40 in the mind when it comes to the young people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean... all their Fortnite dancing. I'm technically only 32, but... You know, after having had a stroke, uh, I'm basically 100. Yeah, that's fair. 
<laughs> I can't wait to be 100. Oh, me neither. I mean, no, I can't wait because of all the good, all the good technology. Oh, yeah. You can upload my brain into the fancy box. And then Man. I can play any game. When the singularity becomes a thing, life is, is going to be happening. I'm going to be a sexy robot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm already a big proponent of... Uh, I'm a big proponent of uh, VR. I love VR. I have a whole room dedicated to my PC and VR. Because it's fantastic and I can't wait for the future. Right. And uh, speaking of uh, VR, shoutouts to uh, Half-Life Alex. That game is... Uh, I've watched someone play, and that game is fantastic. Okay. okay. That game, I won't, I won't spoil that one because that has one of the biggest, one of the biggest and important ending endings in video game history I've seen in a while. Spoiler free, but can you answer this question, yes or no? Is Half Life Three a thing? I don't know if it's Half Life Three, but it will be continued. Cool. I don't know if they're going to go exactly to Half-Life 3 because they did something weird. Mr. Gabe, Gaben, he uh, he keeps people guessing, and I think, I'm hoping he can finally count to three. Yeah. Oh, boy. Because, like, when, when did Half-Life 2 come out? Gosh, hold on. That's... <laughs> Half-Life that, that, 2. That's an age ago. Uh... <laughs> 2004. Oh boy. So what, 16 years? We've been waiting for Half-Life 3? Just about, because I played... Half-Life 2 was the first game I played in the series. Same. I got it, I got it like on the orange box or something. I was like, oh, this game's cool. It's like a lot of fun, it's, you know. But it was a good game, and I went back and played Half-Life 1, another fantastic game. Right. And then I played the episodes, another fantastic game. Right. Games. But I am uh, super excited. But the only downside I'm going to say is that no matter what they put out for you know the next Half Life, whether it be Half Life Three or Half or uh, Half Life Two Episode Three, uh, people aren't going to be happy. Oh no doubt. We've had 15 years to build it up in our minds. It's uh, only going to go south. The only thing I will say is I hope they do that game in VR after watching Half-Life Alex. Oh yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if they went straight up, "Hey, we're going to we're going to make this series a VR series now." Because it worked really well. All right. All right. It looks so If you haven't watched a uh, if you haven't watched a playthrough of it, I'd recommend uh, Vine Sauce. Vine Sauce. Okay. He's a streamer, but he uploads all of his vods onto uh onto YouTube. Just Vine Sauce. Super okay. chill, no face cam. He just talks about the games. He doesn't have like follower notifications. He doesn't have he doesn't have any of that stuff pop up on his screen, which I I'm kind of a fan of myself. Okay, Vine and, Sauce. Uh, I will have to uh, to look into him. His his claim to fame is uh, corruptions. So I don't know if you ever messed with those before. Essentially, it's a program. So back when you had cartridges games, if you touch it the wrong way, some it would like move it, and the code would get all messy. Right. Weird things would happen. Well, people have made programs for emulators that do that on purpose. And okay. you can get some amazing effects with music, physics, and everything else. Hmm. And uh, I think he even got to the point 
where I want to say the guy was Eric Kluzar. He made a real-time corruptor out of a Super Nintendo uh, console that you plug different things into and corrupt the, the actual cartridges and stuff in real time, and it's fantastic. Hmm. If you haven't if you haven't watched a corruption stream of his, I'll I'll send you a link because it is uh it's pretty good and pretty funny. Yes, please do. I will. Gosh, who do you watch your streams? Who's your big uh your stream fans or your uh, people you like to watch? Um. I watch a lot of this one guy called uh, Shine Patrol. He's a shiny hunter on Pokemon, much like myself. He is Canadian. I believe his name is Tyler. Hey. But, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's pretty fun to watch. He says things like Berta. <laughs> For any what does my... that mean? Uh, it's, uh, so it's slang. It's from... Um, I don't know if it's from just Canada in general or specifically from uh, Letterkenny, the show. But it's slang for, like, for the boys. <laughs> for the boys. So, Ferda. Huh. F-E-R-D-A. Ferda. <laughs> Canadians. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's a pretty cool guy. I believe it. Honestly, Vinny's probably the only streamer I actually watch. Well, him and uh, Joel, who's also... He's another part of Vine Sauce. They have their own... I don't know what they call it on Twitch. They're groups. Uh, team, I Teams. think? Well, the whole Vine Sauce team. I watch him, and I watch Joel. Which, uh, I'm not I'm not so sure they're not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, they're both... Ooh, uh... Another person that I watch is, uh, Austin John. Uh, he plays a lot of Pokemon, and uh, lately he's been playing uh, a bunch of Animal Crossing, uh, the New Horizons. Shout out to Animal Crossing. Shout out to Bo the Deer, the only villager that matters. Oh, hey, um, I'm a Drago <laughs> fan myself, so. <laughs> I, even, I don't even know. Is that a duck? No, that's a dragon. <laughs> Wait, that's, hold on. Is he in New Horizon? Um, I don't know. I know he's in Pocket Camp, which is oh, see, the one that I mostly play. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I can tell you one thing. He's ugly, and I hate him. <laughs> wow, rude. Um, he is a precious little bean. <laughs> I, I don't like it. <laughs> well, to, to each their own. <laughs> um, only cute villagers are allowed in mine and into my village. Wow. Okay. I, uh, I definitely select... You're starting to sound real appearancist. <laughs> <laughs> I am with uh, my Animal Crossing villagers. If That's I don't fair. like the, if I don't like the way they look, I will take my butterfly net and beat them out of my village. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. I actually did that uh, with Sheldon, the squirrel, who was an, who was one of my starting villagers, and he, again, I was just not a fan of him. I had to chase him out with my butterfly net because mm. it's terrible. Because if you hit them enough, they'll cry. <laughs> it's been a while since i played animal crossing um like a, a core game i played the the first animal crossing and i played uh i played pocket camp on phone um so new horizons is actually my first animal crossing game okay i had to pick it up because of the backstreet boys reunion tour oh yeah and that was the uh 
one of the only things that were out and I wanted to play, so I decided to get that after I beat Doom. Doom uh, 2016 or Doom Eternal? Yes. Because okay. I beat Doom 2016, <laughs> right, because I heard Doom Eternal was coming out. So I got 2016, beat it, and then within the next week, tw- or Doom Eternal came out. But I recently uninstalled it because of the new update. What's wrong with the new update? Well, thankfully, it didn't actually update with me because people are saying... I'll look it up real quick. Doom Eternal. People are saying there's spyware in the... They're saying that the new update put in a spyware that they huh. say they, they use as an anti-cheat device. Uh-huh. But, but uh, apparently Doom Eternal has raised concerns because... was it? What's it called? They installed something called the Nuvo Anti-Cheat, which it's an anti-cheat software that they use. But apparently it gets downloaded straight into your... I'm not the big computer, like, I'm not super knowledgeable about this, but it gets right. downloaded into your core files, and it starts up when your computer starts up, hmm. and it just, apparently there's a huge back door for anybody just to walk in and take your stuff. Right. So hmm. as soon as, as soon as I heard that, I was like, thank God my Steam is terrible and doesn't update automatically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was able to go into that and uh, delete that before that happened. Shout out to Jabroni Mike for telling me that. That's another Jab- streamer. Jabroni Mike? Yeah, he's another streamer I found about. He's a friend of Vine. He's not part of their team. He's a friend of Vine Sauce. I I only watch him every now and again. But that one time I caught him live, he was talking about I was like, oh, thank God you told me. Hmm. Yeah, shout out to uh, Jabroni Mike? Yeah. He's, uh, Is that Jabroni Mike? Yeah, he's, he's just some... Some New Yorker guy that I love to watch. Alright. He got done playing he got done playing uh was it Pokemon Stadium? Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if I like that game or not. I played it and I have fond memories of it, but I don't know if I like it. What about Pokemon Snap? Did you ever play that one? That's a little bit out of my time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I know it's good. It's a simple, hey, take a picture of the fancy boys. Oh, yeah. Which I get it's good. I just never played it. What I did play, and boy, was I a hot was I a hot little boy for having this. It was a Pokemon, or a, gosh, what's it called? Hey, you Pikachu. Oh, yeah. That game does not work. But boy, let me tell you, I had the best time yelling at Pikachu to pick up that apple. But he never picks up the apple. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, I think there's an episode of uh, Game Grumps where they play, uh, or they try to play, Hey You Pikachu. <laughs> Gosh, I, t- <laughs> I love that game so much. I wonder if you can get that, I wonder if anybody's got that game working with the emulator. Probably? Because I want to I see that game work. Because that game it was weird. It had a microphone attachment. And Let's see. Yeah, because I don't... Play Hey You Pikachu on N64 Emulator Online. So they did fix it. Or maybe they didn't fix it, but they have a... Wow, it's rated a 4.33 out of 5. Really? (laughs) Maybe I I was just a child and did not understand it. Also, there's a a Hey You Pikachu speedrun. 
Former former world record in an hour and 14 minutes. I know what I'm watching tonight. <laughs> the microphone is not connected. Please turn the power off. Confirm that the VRU is inserted in the player four controller socket. Press start to continue. Uh... Did you just download it? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You have your totally legit version. Of course. Thanks, Nintendo. That's that's the one thing I will say about Nintendo is that they're too protective of their properties. Yeah. Gosh, they just they won't let you they won't let you play things. Yeah, like um I I I do not know how the Game Grumps got whitelisted by Nintendo. I think it's all the money they pull in. It's got to be. I think once like, you get so big they don't care anymore. Like you have like, to reach a certain uh pay-to-play wall yeah uh, which i'm sure danny and aaron have peaked at this point oh yeah speaking of them i still miss john well to each their own i like danny oh i love danny he's the sexiest man alive but i uh i remember when they first announced that channel and they played what was it they played goof troop was i i go back and watch that that whole series once a year nice because as much as I loved Danny, when it was Aaron and John, it was a completely different show in the fact that they were just laughing the entire time. Yeah. There was <clears throat> there was very little commentary because they were just laughing the entire time. I loved <laughs> it. But John Tron still does his own things, and I still watch him. I I used to watch John, Tr- John Tron, but I've kind of fallen off. I don't want to assume it's the controversy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't condone what he says. I said he makes funny videos. True that. You know, artists, artists from the art type thing. Yeah. We didn't mention uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom. Yeah, well, we can talk about that game and how much I actually know about that game, which is not a lot, except people find come to it very fondly. Yes. Um... I think my little sister played Battle for Bikini Bottom, the original, um, back in the day. And, uh, like, I watched her play it, and it was fun. I think it's your standard collect-a-thon, but with, uh, with Spongebob characters? Exactly. Oh, I know what, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, what, what are your thoughts on that? First and foremost, I'm not a big fan of this recent fad of adding celebrities to video games. I feel you on that. That being said, Keanu Reeves is amazing, and he deserves to do whatever it is that he wants. And if that means being put into Cyberpunk 2077, so be it. Where did all the love for him come from? Because he's just a cool dude. Oh, I don't trust it. I mean... I think think there's a dark past in there somewhere. Yeah, it's gotta be. But, you know, until that comes (laughs) to light, he is on a a pedestal. (laughs) He is, like, truly the the best. Have you seen John Wick? No. (gasps) Oh, my God. All right, so do you have a Blu-ray player? Nope. Oh my I don't God. even have a thing that can. Play. I don't have anything that can even play DVDs. Oh boy. That's actually that's actually a three movies I wanted to watch was John Wick one, two, and three. Well, 
they are amazing. John Wick was good. John Wick 2 was even better. And John Wick 3 was John Wick 1 and 2 with attack dogs. It was so good. But uh, have you seen any of the footage of him training for John Wick? I think a little bit. Him, He was at a shooting range with... Well, who was the female actor? Uh, yeah, it was... um His... Holly uh, Berry? I think so. I don't remember. Regardless, it's astounding how into it he gets. But that uh, that being said... Keanu Reeves is just a cool dude. He has a very, very tragic backstory. If you ever are bored, look up Keanu Reeves and just read his biography on Wikipedia. It's just, it's bananas to think that somebody who has gone through all of that still behaves the way he does. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, he's just a he's just a cool dude. <laughs> well, here's the real question: How big of a part is he actually gonna have in the game? You know, I don't know, but um, I would say first and foremost, I I think he's gonna die. His character is gonna die. Uh I don't know. He might have one of those weird contracts where he's not allowed that. But I I could see it. I could see it happening. It's going to be in-game. Yeah. Um, but I would say he's going to be there for at least 20 to 30% of the game. Nah, I'm saying 90% of the game. Really? I'm saying he's going to be like the character. He's going to come in there and then it's going to hit the climax at ninety at the 90% uh, mark. He's going to get shot. He's going to tell you to run and something's going to explode. <laughs> All right. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it happening. But, uh, when does, are you even excited um, for Cyberpunk? Say what? Are you even excited for Cyberpunk? Yes and no. So, the, the, the gamer in me is super, super excited for Cyberpunk. Uh, it, it looks good. It looks amazing. But, well, I've it been... was made by the same people who did The Witcher 3. Yes, CD Projekt Red. Oh my god. So anyway. that's like, yeah, yeah, go on, yeah. <laughs> so, the, but I've been burned too many times in the past by companies over-promising and under-delivering. That being said, it hasn't been a problem yet with CD Projekt Red, so I don't know. And going back to the, you know, the phrase by Shiggy Miggy, a delayed game yes. can be good. I, I'm going to butcher this. But a rush game will always be bad. Exactly. They've been pushing this game back and pushing this game back and pushing this game back. And everybody that is on on their case about it, shut up. <laughs> let yeah, let let them take their time to release the game that we all deserve. That's that's why I don't. Like, I mean, the game was supposed to be out. What was it March already? Yeah. And it got pushed back to September. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets pushed back one more time. Me neither. But take all the time you need. Yeah. Again, I don't think it's going to be a bad game. No. I'm not exactly excited for it because I'm not a very big, uh, the whole cyberpunk, you know, universe. Like that whole, what am I, what's the words I'm looking for? Uh, sci-fi? Yeah. I was never a big sci-fi fan. Well, I'm a, I'm you a big know. fantasy 
I love Skyrim. I love all that stuff. Sci-fi covers a broad spectrum nowadays. Yeah. So games like <laughs> Skyrim and and Dark Souls and all that, they technically fall under sci-fi. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Oh, no, it doesn't. There's no science. I will give you the fiction part, but there is not science. It is, it is, it is magfi, magic fiction. Fair. <laughs> but when I, you know, when you think sci-fi, you think futuristic, right? You, you know, sci or uh, Star Wars, uh, the one that's not Star Wars, but everybody still likes. Um, Star with, Trek, with, rude. Whatever it's called, it's got the blue shirt, man. Oh, Battlestar Galactica. No, I'm, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you think of all those, you know, sci-fi. Oh, those are those. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I think because of sci-fi conventions, that's where comic books and video games are getting lumped into it. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. Speaking of cyberpunk, there's already a figure out for the Keanu Reeves. Johnny Silverhand figure. Hits Amazon low at $20. I'm not at all surprised by that. I'm... No, he's got a sick he's got a sick guitar, a bottle of whiskey, and a black dot. Hold on. I'm super surprised uh, that there isn't already a Funko Pop. Gosh, good old good old Funko. Oh, that's a stand for him to stand on. Yeah. <laughs> so his character, his his uh his robot hands in the uh you know the rock on double horns. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to call. <laughs> he comes with a guitar and a bottle of whiskey, and he's wearing sunglasses. You can't. <laughs> I love this. It's such the it's the dumb action figure thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh McFa- uh McFarlane toys. Oh yeah, Tom McFarlane? Oh yeah. Oh that's that's who's doing the figure. Yep. Uh he's the uh the guy that uh invented Spawn. Oh nice. He's a he's a big name in uh the comic book world. Shout out to the comic section. Yeah, <laughs> have, me, have me have me on as a guest, and I'll uh, I'll get things wrong for you guys. <laughs> huh? Cool. Ooh, but have you? Okay, so I know there's a I know there's Spawn video games, mm-hmm. but apparently there was one where you have a health bar, and that's your entire health bar for the entire game. Ooh. And you can use magic. Hold on Spawn S P A Spawn game. Apparently, you have one health bar for the entire game, and you can use, like, your magic and whatever. I don't know what, what he does. He has a weird flowing robe. Oh, but yeah. it's, but whenever he uses it, it it takes away your health bar. And if you lose your health bar, you have to start all over. Hmm. Oh, I need to find this. Spawn health bar. I, I'll have to find this later. I have to look this up. Because I thought, it's like, that is the weirdest and probably the best idea for a game mechanic yeah all right you get one life bar you get hit you lose life you know the standard right and if you lose that life bar you you die that's you start over and you have all these fantastical magical powers that can do great things but every time you use some some of your health goes away you know um i dabbled uh pre-stroke in game making um i have uh game the program game maker on my PC, and I've always wanted to, since now, you know, I'm disabled, we're in quarantine, we have nothing but time on our hands, 
what um, quarantine. All I know is that the back streets back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have always wanted to take a take another whack at making a game. So that that game mechanic, you have one life bar, and then that life bar is to last you till the end of the game. That's interesting. I I'll have to uh, to make a note of that. Yeah, I would I would even say there's no health pickups. You don't get anything to add on to that, because uh, I feel like that's a great way to like. Okay, I have to be careful. <laughs> right. Oh man, that'd be a cool Dark Souls mod. Ooh yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking oh, that'd be a cool Dark Souls mod. All right, you get one really big health bar, but that's it. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. God. All right, modders. I can't. I can't say. All right, modders. We need, we're not big enough yet. We've only just started. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, maybe one day the, in the future, they'll they'll all the modding or the modding community will go back and see where where you know Twitchy J and uh, and Mike came from, <laughs> and they'll uh, they'll they'll re-listen to this this first. First little uh, episode, and then you'll get and your mod. Then, I know, or I could, or I could pitch the idea to people. I'm sure someone else would like the idea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or you could do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that about does it for our first episode of the Live Gamers Podcast. Please tell us what you liked, what you didn't like, what we can work on, and all that good stuff. And we yeah. hope to see you next week. So this is Mike signing off and Twitchy J. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> you have now tuned in to the Comic Section Network.